Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Second Hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. Uh, In this hour, courtesy of our friends at Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry in the province of Alberta, Mark Spector, who has just landed in Vancouver, was at the Oilers game last night. Uh, We'll hear from Edmonton Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill, Edmonton uh, former Oiler player, uh, Oiler assistant coach, and back as the head coach of the U of A Golden Bears, Ian Herbers as well, coming up in the second hour of Oilers. Now, 106 in Edmonton as we speak. You can uh, text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in the province of Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We're at Twitter. At Oilers Now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott. We will tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton, South Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. As we go to our River Cree Resort Casino, on our hotline, the one and only Mark Spector for Horse Race in Alberta. Speck, how are you? Oh, just landed in rainy Vancouver, Bob. You won't believe it, but it's... Pouring rain here. Imagine that. Jack, uh, you know, I have this conversation with Jack Michaels all the time, Spec, and uh, I think Vancouver might be the most overrated city in North America. Uh, of, of, of all of our, you know, on our tour, you know, and I get to go to all the big different NHL cities out there. Yeah, you do. You know, like Buffalo gets crapped on, Winnipeg gets crapped on, Edmonton gets crapped on. There's a lot of people that love Vancouver, and it is nice there in the summer. I, I'll say that. Well, it's nice here in the summer, too. But I yeah. think I I think Vancouver. Don't get me wrong. I think the team's better than people think. The hockey team's better than people think. But I think the city itself, in terms of, I I don't get where everybody thinks it's this great hidden Canadian jewel because I don't see it. Oh, I like Vancouver. It's a very multicultural town. Yeah, yeah, that's all great. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a nice place to live if you can afford to live here. But uh, yeah, it's it's where you come from. I was talking. To, I was. Actually, I ran into Howie Draper at the uh, carousel. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, he's out here uh, with some Hockey Canada stuff. But we grew up in Eminem, Bob, where we don't mind a little shoveling. And when you're done the shoveling, you pull out a sled or you get your skates on. Yeah. And you enjoy the snow. You enjoy the winter. And, and that's how we grew up. And that's why I, I look at this rainfall. And to me, it's wasted snow, right? Yeah. I'd rather have snow. But out here, 
they'll tell you you don't have to shovel rain, and they're fine with the rain, and God bless them. They love their rain. I'll take a I'll take a snowfall over a rainfall all day long, my friend. Well, you know what, and uh, and you know, full disclosure, my mother lives out on the island. Two of my sisters live out on the island, and I got another sister that's uh, in Nelson. Doing whatever people have been doing in Nelson for 30, 35, 40, 50 years. I don't know what yeah. people do in Nelson. but So uh, there's there's a heavy amount of BC in the Stauffer family as well. Smack, let's get to it. Um, well, that was, uh, and I know you wrote a piece a, a bit about the direction that Vancouver is going right now. And uh, they got some good things going, and that happens. Uh, th- this is the first go-around. Jack Michaels is, uh, in, you know, has talked to Elias Peterson, and I know he's called Pedersen, but he actually prefers being. He called, likes them both. Yeah, he likes whatever. Uh, at the end of the day, here, um, he's a tremendous young player. Obviously, Besser's a an elite level uh, finisher, and the Oilers could have had him uh, at 16 with that pick uh, that they traded in the Reinhardt deal. Uh, but there's there's some. Fr- I, I will tell you right now, it would not surprise you, Mark. Real frustration in Edmonton right now. Two losses to Vancouver in the four straight losses, and some excitement out of Vancouver for the direction where that team's going. Well, listen, Vancouver. Vancouver's no different than Edmonton. They got some really good young. I mean, some awesome young players here. They're still a 500 team. And they're going to have to fill in around the edges. The difference is they haven't been doing this for nearly as long as Edmonton has. To me, the frustration in the order span is after all these years and after four years of Peter Chiarelli's building, you look at the team, it's capped out, and you're trying to figure out where all the money went. Right? Like, Vancouver has been doing this for long. So when I see that they have, they have like five or six really good young studs and they're surrounded by a bunch of guys that are, you know, okay, nothing great, frankly, um, I understand that because they're partway in the process. Edmonton is supposed to be past that in the process, yeah. Bob, and they're not. They're, they don't have any support scoring up front. they got a bottom six that is absolutely latent, like does very little if not nothing, and two injuries on defense, and they can barely get through a hockey game anymore. And They played Connor McDavid. What did he play last night? Tw- almost 28 minutes of hockey last night. Yeah. Like, that's unsustainable. You can't play Connor McDavid that much. And Hitch is only – why is Hitch doing it? Because it's the only option he's got. So there's the frustration, Bob, is that what's, what really has been built here by Peter Chiarelli, I think people are starting to take a long, hard look at that. I'm looking for it, man, and I ain't finding much. Are you? Well, I mean, I put the tweet out. I don't know if you saw it this morning. Like, even with Clefbaum and Russell, in my mind, the team has to still upgrade its defense because I'm not yeah. counting on Sekera. Ken Hitchcock has just stated that uh, he does not see Sekera coming back until after the bye week, so that gets us into February. That might be when Clefbaum comes back as well. We'll see if he gets back before then. But um, you know, and, and they got on. So, in, in fairness to Shirelli, they got unlucky with Sekera, right? The the combination. Okay, okay. They got injuries, and he's however, injured, sure. however. He traded two picks to get Griffin Reinhardt, who did not pan out. He traded Taylor Hall and got back Larson, who is a legitimate top four defenseman, but not Taylor Hall. And at the end of the day, we're sitting here looking at a defense who, by his own admission, doesn't move the puck well enough. And that's why that's why I think if the orders are to address anything first, it's like it looks like they've, they've got a couple different options in goal. Tough start for Koskinen last night. I think they need to upgrade the D. But, and, you know, maybe grow internally up front. You know, we all expect yeah. Yamamoto's. So, but you're saying it's across. Like, I'm just saying if I was prioritizing, I, 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 I might want to try to continue to improve the defense. 
I just don't, I don't, you know what I don't need anymore, Bob? And that's, I'm not saying this to you, I'm saying it overall. I don't need the forensic audit anymore. I don't need to know why this didn't happen and why okay. that didn't happen and what went wrong. This team, is it any better today than when Peter Shirelli took it over? Is it? Uh, well, I'm not sure it's any better, Bob. It's been four years. They made the playoffs once. That was clearly the outlier. This year, they're in a. They're a five. They're a 500 outside. team. They're a 500 team right yeah. now, Spec. They're 500 team. Are they? You know, he drafted McDavid. He had Nugent Hopkins and Drysaitel from a previous regime. Yep. And what else has he, he had? Clefbaum. He had Clefbaum and Nurse from, from their five right. best players. Are all from somewhere else, and he's been swinging and missing at the trade table since the day he walked into town. And Milan Lucic has two goals in 2018 calendar year. Like, why? And and we fired another awesome coach months a couple weeks ago. Like, what the hell? When when is this? How long are we on this merry-go-round for, Bob? Is it another rebuild starting next year? Is that where we're going? Uh, I don't think it's a rebuild, but you're uh, asking. What are we calling it this time? We're five. We're into how many rebuilds? Right? Where are we, man? Like, do I sound a little depressed? I think I do. And I think I mirror the Oilers fan after. Oh, there's no question. Based on the text, like based on the text that I'm receiving right now, they're pinning the proverbial tail on right on one guy that they see as being. That's because there's some hockey fans in Edmonton and Vancouver and Winnipeg and Calgary. They're no dummies. They know the game. They know players, and they know what's up. And your fans who are texting in. They know what's up. Well, and you know, I look at the defense, and I mean, he's he said when he came in, we need to improve in goal. Uh, we need to uh, uh, vast, you know, vastly improve the defense, and then we need, we need to build a heavier team. So he went out and built a heavier yeah. team in a time in which the league moved a different direction, and he's not improved the defense. At the end of the day, he's not improved nope. it. Now, they might. The one thing that he has done in concert with Keith Gretzky over the last couple of years, they might actually finally have a stable of players coming. But those guys yep. can't help them right now. That's not going to help them no. in the next four months. So, yeah. can Ken Hitchcock get this team into the playoffs, Spec? Well, he needs a he needs a, you know how close to friends is he with David Copperfield? <laughs> What a difference, hey, Spec, what a difference like five games makes, right? Because five games ago, we're looking at this going, hey, you might be able to get him in. But I I just, I don't see, like, he's just, he's playing, as a coach, I like to say, he's playing the the piano as fast as he can. He's coaching the heck out of this team. He's he's making, he's changing things up. He's trying to stay ahead of the curve. When he sees something bad about to happen, he changes something else. But we're in a position here where Darnell Nurse is playing 29 minutes of hockey at night, and, and there's, I'm not even sure uh, the best defense in the league should be playing 29 minutes of hockey. And he's playing Connor McDavid 27-28 here, and that's even for Connor McDavid, it's too much. So yeah. uh, they need help from the depth. They need help from the bottom six. They need Tobias Reeder to score some goals. They need Cassian, who's been invisible. They need Lucic, who's Lucic. They, all these guys that they need things from, I wish I could look at them and say, I see it coming. Right, Bob? Yeah. I wish I could look and say, you know what, that line's going to break out, that fourth line. I think there's something here in Spooner, right? The guy that I like is everyone likes is J.J. Kara. I think there's something there. I'll yeah. say that. I really do. But I think he's on an island in that bottom six. Well, I don't think there's anything else there. Does Paul Yarby have a chance for you? Yeah, sure. I'm not, I won't ever say at the 20-year-old age that he doesn't have a chance. Yes, Bob, he has a chance. 
but he is not part of All right, let me, let's, cavalry here. He's not going to have a chance in the next couple months. He's not there yet. All right. Uh, you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Mark Spector is joining us from Vancouver. We'll briefly hit on the World Juniors in our next segment, but when we come back, we'll talk about so we'll talk about what the Oilers need to do to improve the team, what areas they should target, and who should be making those moves. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 118 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Uh, Mark Spector, Stoffer, Inspector for Horse Race in Alberta. 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry in the province of Alberta. All right, so uh, let's bring Speck back in from Vancouver. Oh, wait a sec here. i got to get him deselected on a different line. There we go. Let's go here. Hey, Speck. Yeah. All right, would you be... Uh, uh, prepared to sacrifice a lottery protected first round pick to Oof. to get a to get an asset back that uh, has term in his deal either a defenseman or a forward and if you were prior to prioritize which would you address first uh, that's an excellent question I think that in order to get the most out of your two centermen whoever they may be McDavid and Mc, and RNH or McDavid and Drysaddle, I think that I would prioritize a winger that can put some pucks in the net. Okay. A guy that can allow Dreisaitl to drive the second line because he's got enough talent next to him to make it happen. That would be my priority, Bob. Okay, because uh, again, I mean, I it's my belief they got to continue to improve uh, the defense. Obviously, they missed Clefbaum. That's an absolute given. The guy was playing twenty, you know, top ten um, time on ice uh, this season. We should mention that you know Clefbaum was never quite right last year. Larson had a couple different challenges during the course of the season, including the un- untimely passing of his father. Russell was in and out of the lineup a couple times with groin injuries. Sekera was not even close to to what. Was, I mean, th- they actually dealt with these injuries last year too and it was a part of what shortchanged the, the situation I just think they need a different dyna- a different dimension they, they gotta have more guys that can move the puck it's that simple on the back end but there's no wrong answer in this situation for me I, I sit there and say they gotta upgrade the D and people go nuts and say well the general manager squandered assets I mean you can't argue with the, the Reinhardt trade they got destroyed in that deal Right, yep. and any time an organization is ready to give up on a fourth or fifth overall pick that early, that's usually a red flag. That is sort of the history and tradition of that situation. So, would you give up the first rounder to address that? So, where are we here, Bob? I mean, this is sort of the issue, right? On one hand, I'm going to say to you, yeah, it's you know, this is what happens when teams that don't build properly they eventually get they get desperate and they start dealing away their future and. You know, I look at Anaheim, that Com- the Comtois kid who's playing for Team Canada said seven points in ten games. That kid makes the Edmonton orders and plays there every single year. But in Anaheim, they send him back, and now he's at the World Junior, and he's a fantastic young player. So are you telling me that, you know, you had Taylor Hall and you didn't do well with that asset, and then you had Jordan Everly and you didn't do well with that asset, and then you had some picks and you got rid of him for Reinhardt, and that didn't work. And now we're trying to, you know, we've got a team that's not going to win a Stanley Cup. It's, a, it's an okay middling team here with a couple of really good players on it. And now we're going to start to cannibalize the draft system and we're going to start trading away first-round picks, right? 
like to give me the successful organization in the history of hockey. So you would you would way. not be prepared, to, even though it's a, a weak draft. You would not be prepared. And I'm you, not saying I never would do it, Bob. I mean, you got to give me the the player I'm okay, getting back. All right, Mark, a, a legit okay, a legitimate top six forward or a legitimate top four defenseman with term for a number one to play on this team, so that you can maybe make a wild card and get blown out in the first round. Likely, I mean, I shouldn't say that. You were the, you were the guy, Mark, who in 2006 said Edmonton would lose in three to Detroit. Bobby, if that team wasn't an outlier, an outlier has never played the game of hockey. So, tell me that's going to happen again? I might wait a hundred years for it. Well, that's uh, you're you're, enti- you're entitled to your perspective, and that's fair. And, and actually, I'd like to know what people like. Texas I just is, like to see. I want to see a team built the right way. Well, they have I, I Mark, think the, the teams the, that are built the right way don't trade away first round picks. They draft successfully. They groom successfully, yeah. and those kids turn into players that play ten years for you. And next year on the farm, okay, on the farm next year, theoretically they could have Marodi, Benson, Hebig, McLeod, who's a late birthday, who can play in the AHL next year, like uh, McLeod. Uh, uh, Maximov, who's had a very good year in the OHL this year. Okay. Uh, Safin, right? That's six forwards, and they could have six defensemen. They could have Bear Jones, frankly. Uh, to me, Jones has outplayed guys that are here right now. Jones can play. Jones is the player. He's not going back to Bakersfield as far as I can see. Jones, Bear, I, I'm just I'm just assuming Jones, Bear, um, Lagason, who by all reports has performed quite well down there, and then they'd have Sam Arukov, who's playing for the Russians. You're going to see him at the World Juniors. Uh, and who else? Uh, there's two other guys. I'm, I miss. Oh, John Marino from Harvard will be uh, signing and playing next year as well. Like, oh, a person, Joel Person as well from. Like, right. they they are going to have some depth coming. But Mark, Mark, yes. that ain't going to help anybody in the short term, and that's where the frustration exists with the fans. Yeah, and I think that the the only reason you trade a first round pick away, Bob, is to is to put a band aid on the short term. Okay. So you're you saying know, you wouldn't do it? I wouldn't do it. I think that's. I think that. I think that that is just a short term. You know, I don't know how to say Bob. All right, so like, if St. Louis. I feel like the good teams hang on to their first round picks and turn them into players that play for you for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And no, the Oilers have done that. Their best players. What are their best players? You know, Nurse first round pick, Drysaddle first round pick, McDavid, RNH. All first round picks, right? Yeah. That's the that's the ones they hit on. <laughs> Why are you trade one away for a guy in his mid twenties? I don't get. All right, Mark. Fair perspective. Very quickly, you're at the World Juniors. Uh, you were there at the uh, the summer camp, and Tim Hunter was pretty big on Evan Bouchard. Uh, Bouchard's yep. got to work. Got to add a little bit of urgency to his game. It's too easy for him in junior hockey right now. What are you <laughs> lo- What are you looking forward to at the uh, World Juniors out in Vancouver? Well, that's one thing. I, I, you know, as a guy who's seen Bouchard play a little bit, I'm looking forward to seeing him play when the heat gets turned up here a little bit, Bob. You know, they get the checks coming up. Oh, this, this, the Swiss gave him a good game, but checks coming up, then the Russians, then we get in the middle round. Uh, you know, what I'm looking forward to is this is not a Canadian team that's going to walk away with anything. They're not going to blow through Sweden and the States. And, you know, this isn't uh, 405 in, uh, in North Dakota here. So uh, I'm just looking forward to good competition, man. There's nothing like a World Junior. We all watch it. I know it's on the other station from me at Sportsnet, but uh, everyone loves a World Junior. And I got a front row seat this year in Vancouver. Can't wait to see it, Bob. 
Mark, enjoy the rain in Vancouver. You'll be doing this on Tuesday of uh, next week with Brendan Escott. I'll be in the air with the orders flying into Arizona. Oh, right, no, 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 wait a sec here. Is that a best of show, the January 1st show? Sure is. Okay, Mark, uh, we're going to oh, get... great. Yeah, we're going to get you on... Uh, how does Wednesday sound, Spec? Best of show. Well, that should be all... It should be all sponsored by Horse Racing Alberta if it's best of. Well, let's not go too far. Love you, baby. Take care, man. Uh, did we lose Mark? I think we lost Mark. Yeah. There we go. See you later, Mark. That's Mark Spector joining us. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, 126 in Edmonton. Um, this uh, this text comes in. Bob, don't trade first or second round picks. The Oilers are not ranked in anyone's top 20 rankings in terms of... Uh, 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 anyone's assessment of uh, draft, uh, draft, uh, drafted players and farm systems. Out of White Court, Bob, my perspective on Spectre's perspective is that I've lost all interest in hearing him speak. I no longer want to hear him about being from Edmonton. Question mark. Really? Okay. Um, this text comes in. Already feel bad for Spec. Already jumping off the bandwagon again. The Oilers dominated Vancouver for big periods of the game last night. Should have won. They hit four or five posts. They're missing three of their top four D. And Vancouver scored four goals and six shots. Wake up, Specter. Uh, I would say they're missing two of their top four D. I don't know. I, I got to be honest with you, folks. I just I I don't have. I'm not sure where we're at here with Andre Secker. Got to be prag- uh, pragmatic. Uh. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Okay, this text comes in. Bob, any guy on term, how do you fit them under the cap? Can't just trade away our pick. That is that is a great point. You'd have to move out some money elsewhere. That is a great point. You'd have to move out some money elsewhere. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, can you name any of those forwards project, uh, forward prospects you mentioned who project to be top six? So I mentioned Marodi, Benson, Hebig, along with McLeod, and then I said Maximoff and Safin. For the texter, you're 100% right. Those are not top six guys. Those are depth guys that build and push up, right? I'm not going to BS you. And then on defense, I had Jones starting down in the minors and Bears starting down in the minors. They're not top four guys. Completely fair assessment, which is why I might be prepared to trade for a top four D or a top six forward and give up a number one to do so. 128 at Edmonton. Do you want to tell you? Oilers fans, you can book with New West Travel. Join Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Vegas to see the Oilers playing two of the most exciting arenas in the league. These Oilers now packages include airfare accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, and a welcome reception with myself and special guests. Parking at Value Park, Edmonton International Airport as well. Limited space to get on these roadies to Nashville and Vegas for the Oilers now road trips. Call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with... With Eileen Bell, back with Kurt Hill, General Manager, Edmonton Oil Kings. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.